Welcome to Bite Size SEO News, where I find the top three news in digital marketing so you don't have to, where I make news easy to digest and easy to follow. If you want to read the article, links are posted in the show notes below, so you never have to worry about FOMO. My name is Rich Young, your host. Today is September 2nd, 2021, episode 6. Coming up, fresh out of the oven are today's top three news you definitely don't want to miss. Story 1. LinkedIn shutting down ephemeral video. Story two, Clubhouse isn't dead. Story three, Botify lands $55 million. If you're ready, let's get into it. In our first story, this one's from Garrett Sloan of AdAge. LinkedIn is telling advertisers to prepare for the end of its short-lived experiment with stories after the ephemeral videos failed to catch on amongst the professional social media set. On Tuesday, LinkedIn announced it would shut down its stories feature at the end of September. LinkedIn, which is owned by Microsoft, copied the video format from apps like Snapchat and Instagram but indicated that it wanted to explore different video styles that would be more appropriate for its business setting. LinkedIn's move comes weeks after Twitter abandoned its fleet's video format. The closure of stories affects two types of advertisers, brands that plan ad campaigns with images and videos that appear between stories, and advertisers that plan to pay to promote their own stories to LinkedIn user feeds. Any image or video ads that you've planned to run in between stories will instead be shared to the LinkedIn feed. If you promoted or sponsored a story directly from your page and campaign manager, These paid stories will not appear in the LinkedIn feed and they will need to be recreated in Campaign Manager as an image or video ad. The changes will affect campaigns that were planned to run beyond the end of September, LinkedIn announced. If this story appeals to you, you can read more about it in the show notes. Next story. This one's from Andrew Hutchinson of Social Media Today. Right now, Clubhouse is reportedly sitting on around 12 million users while it's hosting some 600,000 rooms per day, up from 300,000 back in May. The app has seen particularly significant growth in India, where Android is clearly the dominant operating system, and where users have welcomed the open opportunity of live discussion partnered with the more data-friendly audio-only approach. Twitter has struggled to expand its presence in the Indian market, currently on 22 million Indian users. So Spaces is seemingly not as significant a threat to Clubhouse in the region. While Twitter has also come under more intense scrutiny from Indian officials of late in regards to content that it allows and removes from its site. Spaces then could be a challenging element for Twitter to boost in any major way, which could see Clubhouse benefit. But it does also seem like only a matter of time before Indian regulators also take more interest in what's happening in Clubhouse as well. At the same time, Facebook has more than 340 million Indian users, and the gradual expansion of its audio rooms option could also pose a challenge, which may stifle Clubhouse's growth. It's difficult then to predict what the future holds for Clubhouse. Clearly, based on its various promotions, India is now a key market, and it could be that Clubhouse is able to carve a niche for itself in the region and become a more significant enduring platform through that effort. But it's still too early to say, and with the bigger players continuing to invest in their own audio social options, it will be an increasingly steep hill to climb, but maybe not insurmountable for the app if it can find its fit. Make sure to check out Andrew's article for more information. Our final story for today, this one's by Cal Wiggers of 
Venture Beat. Botify, provider of search engine optimization tools and apps, today announced that it raised $55 million, bringing its total raise to date to $82 million. CEO Adrian Menard says that the funding, a Series C led by Infra Via Growth, with participation from BPI France, Eurozio, and Ventech, will enable the company to grow its platform, develop its partner ecosystem, and expand its global footprint as it focuses on product R&D. With an increasing number of businesses shifting to online as their primary channel, ensuring high placement in web searches has become a priority. There are 80,000 searches done per second, driving 53% of web traffic today, but it's a moving target. Google alone made 4,500 algorithm updates and changes to last year to Google search. New York-based Botify provides a platform to discover and fix problems with the aim of making sites more discoverable by search engines. Working with major search engines and internet infrastructure companies to ensure compliance with guidelines, the company develops and maintains AI-enabled analytics and automation tools that leverage more than a thousand metrics to understand a website's content, search engines' behaviors, and users' intent. Botify was founded by Menard, Thomas Grange, and Stan Chauvin, who previously worked together at a digital marketing agency. As Menard explained, the trio came to the conclusion that companies were focusing too much time optimizing content and keywords without knowing if Google and other search engines were even crawling their websites. Botify occupies only a slice of the $80 billion search engine optimization industry. In 2020, businesses spent $47.5 billion on SEO-related products and services, and the market is projected to grow at a 20% compound annual growth rate by 2025. The 200-employee Botify reports that annual revenue and valuation tripled since its last funding round in 2019, with annual growth nearing 60% and revenue approaching $100 million. Current customers include Expedia, Macy's, Marriott, L'Oreal, Crate & Barrel, Condé Nast, Groupon, GitHub, The New York Times, and 500 others across e-commerce, travel, and media publishing segments. Botify says that U.S.-based brands account for more than 60% of its revenue. It entered the market in 2016. The company plans to use a portion of the new funding to expand in Asia-Pacific, namely by growing operations there and collaborating with key brands and partners in the region. If you'd like more info, you can check out Kyle's article in the show notes. That's it for today's show. We've made it to the end. You're good to go and ready for the day. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please rate the show so it helps spread the news and I can continue doing what I do best, which is providing you the latest SEO news you just cannot miss. Serve tapas style, making it easy on the stomach and on the go. Once again, I'm your host, Rich Ong, and I'll see you on the flip side.